Welcome to Two Out of Three Recommend. I'm Lee. And I'm Brett. We're two brothers out of three getting together to chat and recommend drinks, movies, shows and things to keep you busy. Welcome to another episode of Two Out of Three Recommend. We are two out of three brothers recommending stuff for life. Hello, Brett. Hello, Lee. How are you? I am well. That is good. How are you? I am well. We are into the second month of the year well and truly by now. Can you believe it? Yes, because that's how time works. Because I also feel that Christmas was ages away. You know, like I feel like December was ages Lots of memes towards the end of January that was like, how many months does this month have? Okay. Like January yeah, feels yeah. like a long month. Which is a good thing. Yeah. If you're not working. Yeah. Unless you're just sitting on the couch. I got a new couch. I'll discuss. Oh, do you recommend getting a new couch? I will discuss. Oh, okay. Mm. All right. Before we do discuss, I know the format. Do we want to switch for heat reasons? Uh, No, that's fine. Okay. Because they were already not hot. This is... (laughs) Great. I've looked after both the drink and the snack because I was in Coles um, and saw the snack and I had to get it. But this is Bundaberg Alcoholic Lemon Squash. So far, we have tried hard solo. With rum. Sorry. That seems like... You know what? I'm fucking hell. I'll see myself out. Oh, thank you. Thanks thanks for having me. It's been a great chat. Jesus Christ. Excuse me. Can I have a Captain Morgan and Coke with rum, please? No, fuck off. No, because rum and lemon squash. No. Um, Vodka martini. Not gin, though. Vodka vodka martini with vodka, please. Um, Continue. This is Bundaberg lemon squash. We have tried hard solo. Uh huh. Which we yep. have which we tried last episode is not called yes. anymore. We have tried that other brand of things that had flavors. Brookvale Union. Brookvale Union. We tried the red, oh, the red squash and the pub lemon squash. They're good. So this is Bundaberg, very Australian, um, with a polar bear. So rum and lemon squash. For my argument as to being surprised that it is rum. It's because I didn't know Bundaberg do a white rum. I don't think it is white rum, though. It says made with our white Queensland cane spirit. Yeah, which isn't rum. Although cane spirit, sugar cane is what they use to make rum. Yeah, that's what I thought. When I toured the factory when I was 13. The refreshing (laughs) taste of pub classic lemon squash with crisp white Queensland cane spirit. Okay, so they're not saying rum. So I feel like they've just alcoholized sugar cane. Which, hey, great for us. Is cane spirit rum? According to an outdated law, cane spirits in Australia can only be called rum if they have been aged for a minimum of two years. Oh, so they've taken the short road. Okay. Okay. Let's let's have a see what... All right. Let's let's have a taste what cane spirit tastes like. So it's rum. It's just young rum. It's like veal. Yeah. No. That's third Actually, on the list. Mm, For me, it's hard mm. solo Brookvale Union um, white, not quite rum. Cane spirit. The, the, veal, the, the veal, veal of rums. <laughs> There's something... Maybe because it's not rum. You know what? Because it hasn't been aged, it doesn't taste as good. 
I feel like, do we have Bacardi? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like later for an experiment in the future, I want to make a Bacardi and lemon squash solo lift. Yeah, okay. You know, and see what it tastes like. Because that's all Would right. Would you call that a cocktail? Some people say that a cocktail is just like alcohol and another beverage. I think it requires more effort. All right. So, although somebody will then go back and look at our history and say that we've made something called a cocktail that just has fireball and creamy soda in it, and that person will be me. Yes. Um. All right. That is That's all right. I think it's very refreshing on a summer's day. Yeah, yeah. And now Bundaberg is very Australian. Sorry, but- I expected mm. it to be less sweet because the can is plain. Yeah, you know, um, like when yeah. you have a can that is very white, maybe you're that's expecting what I'm, more of a seltzer. Yeah, maybe that's what I'm expecting. The sweet, I mean, the, the sweetness of the cane spirit with the sourness of the lemon, kind of is. That, I could have a little bit more lemon. Yeah, that's why I prefer a Brookvale Union. Hard solo top of the list for me. Brookvale Union because they're usually like twenty bucks for a four pack. They're cheap. Hard solo. Yeah. Um. Something else that's quintessentially Australian. Yes. Is a pizza shape. Oh, love a pizza shape. Now, we have not tried pizza shapes on the podcast because they're not a new snack. No, and I already have an opinion on and pizza Brett shapes. very firmly recommends pizza shapes to the point where he's stopped his whole birthday party to tell me that I'm shit for <laughs> liking savoury shapes. I didn't say that. I said you were weird. <laughs> not shit. Weird. Brett at his I birthday polled, party. I polled people in it. We were sitting in a circle. It was the perfect yes. conversation for it. And it was also the perfect time for you to bring something up because they were all your friends. Yeah. And my husband had left by then. Oh, so there was he? no one I in my remember. corner. I can't remember the time. <laughs> but then one of my friends did get in your corner when he said, have a savoury shape with Vegemite. Yeah, yeah, but he's also a stoner. Well, I wouldn't say that. So taste buds are different. But also, I did go, what's your favourite? And he said, chicken crimpy. I said, good, we can still be friends. And then asked everybody. And then I pointed to you and was like, Lee? <laughs> no, he didn't. He was like, Lee likes savoury. <laughs> I'm like, yes, I like savoury. And then two people went, yes, I'm okay with that. It wasn't their favourite. <clears throat> no. But they approved of savoury and approved of me... Um, just eating Savoy's without anything. Well, that's okay. Anyway. Okay. But if I'm having, like I said that night, if I'm having a cracker on its own, I prefer a Ritz. No, well, that's weird. No, because Ritz has more flavour as a cracker. Anyway, we can't. We're not going to talk about crackers all day. So in the snack game, these are called uh, line extensions. But they're also a lot of collabs. A lot of collabs are happening. Collabs. You know, like... Collabs. Yeah, but their kids call them collabs. But it's short for collaboration. Yeah, yeah. Fuck off. Um, collab sounds like two, la- like, you know... Yeah, yeah. I'm going to call it a collab. And Jesus. it's things like them putting caramel milk in everything. Uh-huh. Or them putting Biscoff in everything. <gasps> yeah, 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 yeah. This is a potentially shit collab. Okay. All right. I'm very I'm tempted to see. It is a it, normal sweet thing. Uh-huh. Yep. And a normal savory thing. Uh-huh. It is the Coles Easter Arnott's Shapes Pizza Hot Cross Buns. Jesus Christ. That's a lot going on. Brett oh, does sorry. not eat hot cross buns unless they I are 90% chocolate. I don't eat hot cross buns that are chocolate. Pizza inspired. Oh, okay. 
that's um, lost me with the inspired. I did put them in the air fryer, but then I had to stick up for myself talking about savoury shapes, so they're probably not warm anymore. Okay. So, it is they a... They do smell like pizza shape a bit. They do, but also... But also not. Doughy way. Um, okay. So, I saw these and I'm like, i got to get these for Brett to taste. But then you texted and said, I've got a snack for our next recommend. And I thought you would have got this. Oh, no, I haven't seen these. I haven't been to Coles, actually. All right. Well, this is Arnott's shapes in pizza shapes inspired hot cross buns. I'm going to take these to work. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, wow. It almost tastes good. I feel that the normal spices, because you know, it's hot, cro- hot cross bun dough isn't just dough. It's got like yeah, spices yeah. and yeah. shit in it. That's what I don't like about it. I feel like those spices are, ca- are like not going with the pizza shapeness. But I also feel like they just put the pizza shape flavoring at the bottom of the bag. That's the best part. Yeah, yeah. And put it on a hot cross bun. There's no pizza shape throughout the bun. Mm-mm. What about the bottom? Oh, there's nothing on the bottom. It's a no from me. Hmm. I'll eat them. Might be better if they were warmer. Might be warmer. I'm going to put some Vegemite on one. They all... Yep, I reckon that's going to work. They almost taste good. Really close, Coles. Try again Mm. next year. Try again with a savoury shape. Fuck off. Just a bit of salt on top of it. So what have you been watching? <laughs> Changing the subject. Let's move on, please. Is that the next thing? Uh, yes. Intro drink snack watched. Um, so quite a while ago, I started watching Beef mm-hmm. and it didn't grab me. Okay. Then it won Emmys. Then it won every award. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I'll come back to it. Mm-hmm. It's good. Okay. It. It's. I feel like it's hard to pin down as a genre. I got the sense that it was more comedic, but am I just expecting that because she's a comedian? She is a comedian, and um, it's when you. I've just googled it, and it's called a drama. Okay. So. I have a question about the bear. What bear? The show, the bear. Oh, okay. I was like, there's no bear in this show, I watched, beef. I watched one episode of that, so I'm not yep. um, in any way to say. Um, is it a comedy? Yes. Okay. Not in a sitcom style, though. Okay. Because um, it keeps winning all these comedy awards. So. Yeah, no, it's... I think... I think it's funny. Okay. But not in a sitcom way, like I just have now said twice. Yep. Um, But is it funny in a sitcom way? If you think about a sitcom, Bear is funny but not in that way. (laughs) Okay? Okay, yeah. (laughs) Um, Glad to clear that up. No, it's like, and beef is similar. It's not, jokes aren't written in... Mm-hmm. They're written in a little bit more into beef, 
than they are into um, Bear. Yep. But Bear is about life is funny. Okay. As opposed to writing jokes. Here is six white people in an apartment. Each of them gets a joke and then we go to an ad break. Oh, and Ross is there. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Hi. Hi. And so it's, yeah, it's life and funny things happen in life. Right. Um, Okay. Ali Wong doesn't like deliver lines as jokes. Mm Mm-hmm. And neither does Lip from Shameless, who I should know the name of, Jeremy Allen White. Yeah. Who people are saying should be ca- should have been cast as another Willy Wonka. I'm like, well, you're an idiot. Just because he looks like Gene Wilder. Well, just because he has curly hair. No, he looks like Gene Wilder. He doesn't. A younger Gene Wilder. I've never seen Gene Wilder in his Calvin Kleins. Well. Which is probably for the best. I was going to say Charlie has, but then it seems like it's a bit <laughs> pedophilic rather than just murdering kids. Not He's just in the, sleeping with them in as the well. change rooms. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's more about funny things happen in life and people naturally say things that are funny. Okay. Um, Ali Wong and um, Stephen Yuen are very good. And I I definitely think awards are warranted. Okay, great. Um, it's very much a show of like something happens and then it's decisions that come from then. Okay. And so in terms of like, I'm just looking at it on Google and people also ask, what is the point of beef Netflix? I think the theme is like, make good decisions. Okay. It's two very different people. Yep. Ali Wong is very successful. Okay. And um, Steve Yuen is very not successful yet. He's on the poorer side, okay. a little bit of crime. Yeah. Then they have uh-huh. a road rage incident, uh-huh. and then from there they each make decisions that are bad that they then have to catch up on and make up for. Yeah. So really it's about, you know, um, decisions. Mm. Um, really, you if you've watched Beef, this person that has... Anyway, I'm not going to go into reviewing how what people how, lim- how limited? Um, it is eight. Ugh, too long. It's good. I'll watch it eventually. It's good. It's good. Um, Speaking of eight episodes limited Actually, series. people also search for Only Murders in the Building. Yeah. Um, once, dead once dead got, to Me. Once they got Meryl in there, I was out. Dead to Me and The Bear. They do uh, yep. Dead to Me, certainly, and The Bear. Um, similar uh, humours. Yeah, similar style. Okay. Single camera comedy. Black right. comedy, comedy drama. Psychological Dr- drama. Dr- we don't we don't use the phrase dramedy anymore. I love dramedy. Well, this Google hasn't used dr- dramedy. Wow. They've used comedy drama, but they've used tragicomedy. Tragicomedy. Yeah. Is that dead to me? Because uh, there's a tragedy and yeah. then it's comedy. Well, it's... Um, used to describe beef, but dead to me would also be tragic comedy. Tragic comedy. Yep. Not a drama. Drama. Not dick. a dramedy. <laughs> Dramagy. Tragedy. Tra- tragedy. Well, they both tra- did D. Trag. Tragedy. Trag. Tra- no, nah, I'm gonna. Uh, no, nah, I'm Give gonna up. stop now. I'll come Speaking up of later. limited series that you've watched, 
Oh, look, I decided um, the week I had COVID, let me sit on the couch and watch rewatch Queen's Gambit because it keeps coming up on my TikTok. And I'm like, oh, that was a good show. So I rewatched it. Mm. It is a good show. It's okay. not as good as like the first time I remember watching it going, wow, that's amazing. But it's very good. I really it think... It does make chess look cool, which is a hard job. Yeah. As much as... Um, Streaming has had some negative effects on TV uh-huh. in that I'm essentially paying more to watch things now than when I paid for the full package of Foxtel mm-hmm. to have all these streaming services. It has made people do different things with TV. I think I don't think in network television <coughs> days a show like Beef is or The Bear is getting made. Well, I think what streaming has brought in is people are making more limited series. Yeah. And m- making more... And making less sitcoms because sitcoms are just so, this is, they're a different story each episode. Yeah. Whereas when you can stream four episodes in a day, you can just go one into the other. Yeah. The only thing that I reckon it's probably having a negative impact is there then some things that they thought, oh, we could make this a movie. And then HBO goes, no, 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 no. Here's a trillion dollars. Make it a limited series. But isn't that. So people are making less movies. It's like Queen's Gambit 10 years ago would have been a movie. That definitely works in terms of adapting things, though. Yeah, because there's more you don't have to cut out. Yeah, like you've got to... Yeah. I was listening to an episode of one of my writing podcasts about writing screenplays. If you've got a 90,000-word novel, a two-hour yeah, 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 yeah. two screenplay is about 8,000 words. Mm. So you've got to, like, 10x down whatever the term for that is. Yeah. Uh, the words. So characters deck, have to get cut. Deck, half, third, quarter, fifth. I tenth. keep going. Tenth. tenth. <laughs> I would have got there eventually. De- decath it. You need to decathetate it. Decathetate Ooh. it. That's a word. It's not a word. It is now um, watch it, is the word of 20... Webster's Oxford University Dictionary. You'll be lucky to make them Macquarie what, <laughs> word of the um, year. You know what? I'll be, I'll be lucky to make the fucking Urban Dictionary and you can add that in yourself. You'll be lucky to make the two out of three brothers <laughs> word of the year. Sorry, I had the quote of last year, so that's fine. Silent. The suspense is in the silence. Suspense is made in the silence. Google also says uh, beef is a thriller, which... It has moments of. Okay. Um, what else have I watching? Speaking of re-watching things, when I had COVID, uh-huh. um, I also gave my friend that I was in Vietnam with COVID. Uh-huh. So we re-watched Sense8. Okay. Uh, which oh, was made. Tell me to watch that. Yeah, which was you've made. Told me about four times. Season one was that. made by the Wachowskis uh-huh. and then the sisters broke up. So season two was made by Lana. Um it's very good. It's if you like the Matrix mm-hmm. and aren't homophobic, watch Sense Eight. Oh, I'm out. Yeah. So and I love the you Matrix. I'm <laughs> <laughs> trying to save you. Um, it's it's got a lot of the same themes of the Matrix in terms of like evil organization trying to capture people that are different 
and diverse people that are the samely different uh-huh. having to come together to escape and help each other with evil organisations. Mm. Each of them has different above normal skills. Yeah. Um, so the the premise of the show is that there are special type of people called Homo sensorium, which right. is an upward evolution from Homo sapiens that you okay. and I normal people are. Uh-huh. Um, and they are birthed in clusters of eight people. Oh, and then what? So one is sense-eight. Yes, the person is a sense-eight amongst eight people. They're called a sense-eight in S-E-N-S-A-T-E is what the person is called. Oh, But okay. they're a group of number eight. Like And the show is called Sense with the number eight. And so we have a trans woman in San Francisco, a Chicago cop, a an Icelandic DJ, Great. a German mobster, oh. a Kenyan bus driver, right. a Korean CFO of her dad's company, who also, of course, knows martial arts, oh. and mm. an Indian woman who is arranged to be married to the head of the big pharmaceutical company that she works for. Right. Okay. So- as much as it is a very diverse cast, there are moments of stereotypicalness. Yeah. Okay. So the like the Korean knows martial like arts. the Asian girl knows the martial arts. Yeah. The Indian woman is in an arranged marriage. Yeah. Okay. The Kenyan bus driver, when he first starts to see people, thinks Runs that they the are kind of spirits visiting the village type thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but then also as much as it's diverse and as much as the Wachowskis are trans, the main character is the white American man. Uh-huh. We'll have to sell it somehow. Well, yeah. I, I feel like because the probably next main character is the trans woman. So I feel like it was like we want to make her the main character. Mm. But the studio's like... Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. Um, so, but that being said, it is very good. The themes are very strong. Uh, there is good action. Okay. There's not really anyone that you would know in it. Okay. Which is good. I like that. Um, it's good. I should watch it at some point. You should watch it. If a couple of people, it says good. There's um, I'm, I'm two seasons. Survivor. I don't have time for anything new. Oh my god, there's so much Survivor to watch. And then you got to rewatch Drag Race. Oh, but there's two new seasons on at the moment. Oh, don't talk to me about Drag Race. It's in every bloody country in the world. Not mm. all of them. North Korean Drag Race didn't quite take off. She um, it got no. Nah, she won gonna... again. Rue. She did eighth time in a row. Should we talk about Demi's? I don't know a lot, but it was very diverse. Oh, it was diverse, but predictable. Next question. Um, Winter Brunson. We haven't talked about Abbott Elementary. Speaking of actual sitcoms. Oh, an actual sitcom. Yeah, yeah. Mockumentary sitcoms. Very good. We did make the joke on our socials when I started watching it before Christmas that the intern was responsible for the praises. Mm. Because episode one, the plot pricey is teachers help their students. Yeah. Episode, I think it was episode four. Yeah, was it's just like Greg Janine, gets involved. Janine talks to Gloria about teaching. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. She is the fav- my favourite. The older one. Gloria. Dina Jones. Dina Jones, yeah. Yeah. Lauren Hill's mum. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I looked her- Singing will not get you a <laughs> career. We watched um, a couple of episodes the other day and she was on and I remembered she'd said something at the Emmys. And so, and then I was like, oh, Brett said she's someone. Yeah, she's someone. And so I looked her up and I'm like, oh, yeah. Dina Jones. Brett would have said that she's oh, Dina for- Jones. I forgot her But name. you actually said that she was... I um, said both. I forgot her name. I've um, literally forgotten her name. Me too. I, it's in my search history, but I'm not going there for the while the podcast is on because that's a little bit too risky. You're going to remember it oh my before God, I can no, Google it? I, I should... Cheryl Lee Ralph. Cheryl Lee Ralph. I feel yeah. disgusted by myself. Um, that I don't remember her from Sister Act 2. Not the, not the original Dreamgirls. I can <laughs> forgive myself for that. Because you didn't go and see it. Um, it's a great cast. Mm. And in a sitcom sense, the, car- the characters are not deep. No. But they each have their thing. Yeah. The old traditional teacher, the Italian questionable yeah. ethics, the shit principal. She's The hilarious. straight-laced guy. She's great. The weird white guy that wants to be in with the black people because he lives in Philly. Yeah. Um, the principal is hilarious. She's great. I just watched the episode where they have the inspection and the super, like the open house. The mm. superintendent comes and she's like DJing over the speakers <laughs> um, and basically just saying, you can't fire me. The best bit is the funniest thing I've seen in the show, but is also gone around TikTok probably. Yep. Is that... Is that bit where Cheryl Lee Ralph gets um, white people and she thinks they're black because they got those three oh, yeah. names. And yeah. she's just like, oh, I love that Brian Austin Green or whatever it is. And then it yeah. ends with the, um, oh, I love, she's a national treasure. She's so talented that Michelle Williams. And it's just like, and they're all like, oh, oh yeah, so close. Yeah. <laughs> Who does she think Brian Austin Green is? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Brian Tyree Henry. I don't know. Anyway. That's a person I just I didn't make that up. <laughs> I have a recommendation for um, our listeners. Abbott Elementary is good. It is... Well, I'm a huge fan of the UK version of The Office, and I know a lot of people oh, that have you said Abbott, I thought, worked, <laughs> worked in offices, and they're like, oh, some bits are hard to watch mm. of The Office. Mm. As someone who has been a teacher and knows teachers, some parts of Abbott Elementary, I'm like, that's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then some parts are yeah. aren't. At one point, one teacher asks the other teacher if they've heard of um, multiple intelligences. I'm like, what? Yes, you definitely should have before yeah. you got into a classroom. That was like week three at uni for me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You have something also to recommend of the TV? No, not of the TV. Oh, okay. <clears throat> this is a life. Something you've done? No. Any listeners? Yep. If you have some hard rubbish you need to get rid of, oh yeah, give me a call. You can leave it out in front of my place to be gone within an hour. Doesn't matter what it could be. It could be a broken couch. It could be a ruined table. It could be a ruined table. I had two of them. <laughs> Whatever it is, it'll be gone in an hour. We That literally happened. Yeah. We moved your couch down to the stairs, put it on. 
put on a sign that said hard rubbish coming. Yeah, hard rubbish coming. My dad, my dad, who's also your dad, yeah. said, just put a sign that says $10. I'm like, then what are they going to go knock on the door yeah. and go, here's $10? No, because dad has this thing, right? If you put something out on the street and it says free, yeah. people think there's something wrong with it, so they won't take it. It is it's wrong. It, there's, yeah. There is something wrong with it. No, that. but dad thinks if you put a for sale sign yeah. and, you know, just put a fake number. Yeah. O four one 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 whatever. People will go. Oh, this is worth something. I'm going to steal it. But we didn't need that because by the time we came back from brunch, all gone. Yeah, madness. It was great. Um, I've got a faulty gas heater. Yeah, Do you reckon I can bring put it. that out the front of yeah, your house? Yeah, sure. Why not? All right. Um, also, anyone. Contact us at anyway, two out of three brothers. Slide into the DMs. I'm literally, I will. I won't send you my address, but you know what I mean. Unless I know you. <laughs> if you've got any hard rubbish, hit me up. Okay. Let's move on to our big question. Happy question. Okay. Uh, I love it. My, my question for you, listeners, is if you take someone to a party- Uh-huh. That the party host doesn't know. Uh huh. Are you responsible for their actions? Uh huh. What are your thoughts, Brett? Uh huh. <laughs> I don't know if who's okay. telling this story. So answer the question, and then we'll tell the story. I don't know if you're responsible for their actions. Yeah, but you are associated with them. Yeah, you're, yeah. Guilty, you're guilty by association. Yes. If I took you to a party yep. um, and you didn't know anyone and then you got drunk and annoyed the other birthday person and then was really annoying their group of friends. Yeah. And borderline sexually harassed one of them. Yeah. Then <laughs> I would be partially responsible. So I think you're, yeah, so I think you're partially responsible, but also if they can't handle themselves at a party, don't take them. Also, as it was discussed at this event, this person was old enough to be responsible for their own actions. Yeah. So what happened was Brett had a joint birthday drinks with a friend. Uh-huh. And the other friend's friend mm-hmm. brought their brother. Yeah. Who had way too much to drink. Way too many beers. Decided at some point to sit with... Your friends. Yeah, that Which is me. fine. Which is fine. I, I love people co-mingling, come and sit with yeah, my friends, yeah, yeah. whatever. And I remember at your 30th, I forced people to co-mingle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that sounds... Which is fun. <laughs> like you're setting them up on a date. No. And then, it was, yeah, anyway. Um, <laughs> this person was way too drunk. He seemed all right. When he sat down, we were just having a chat. Seemed fine. Then he was becoming a bit too much. He was obviously drunk when he sat down, but then he kept going too far. There was multiple warnings of, mate, you need to settle down. You're annoying everyone. Yeah. And then he stepped it up almost in response to that. Yeah. He said, no, I'm going to do the opposite and be more annoying. I couldn't work out... Which way he was going to go. Sideways. Yeah. So he was getting very close on his right. Who was on his 
Yeah. But also leaning yeah. across the table. He was leaning across red shorts. Red shorts. Um, if you're listening and you were there, that may trigger something. Uh, that was that was the trigger for me. That was the trigger. Red shorts. I had a hand. I was soccer yep. mum in a car accident. Hand out. Um, get back. That was also the trigger for your friend who was sitting next to me. Yeah. He was up out of his seat. <laughs> um. <laughs> People generally, right, if there's a lady that you don't know, Straight men, particularly, I'm talking to you. Yeah. If there's a lady you don't know, don't get blind drunk and decide to suddenly point out her shorts. Yeah. Inappropriate. So then um, he was asked to move to another section of the venue. Yeah. Which then he also started some stuff. Yeah, which I missed that little bit of the drama because I was going to drink. Yeah. Um. So then that bit was past where we were sitting and then the that drama came back towards us. Uh-huh. There was a bit of pushing and pushing. Uh-huh. And this is where your friend's friend was sticking up for the person they had brought. Yes, okay. And then Not we, knowing the full story. We were all like, nah, mate, if you bring someone... You got to look after them. Yeah, well, you got to make yeah. sure they know a line, and if they cross the line, you've just got to be like, "We're going." Yeah, I apologise for almost ruining your birthday. We're going. Yeah, we're going. Then you have to take over because someone escorted this person out of the venue, and we were like, "Oh, thank God, that's done." Then ten minutes later, I was like, I'm "Just going to go and see if I can find my brother." <laughs> And I did find you. I was on the street. I was making sure the guest at my party was okay, which he wasn't. No. He was unconscious on the ground. <laughs> because? Because he tried to kick a taxi, <laughs> which I missed that little bit as well. And I was like, um, have you called an ambulance? Like, everybody was standing around like, get up. I'm like... Call an ambulance. Can I confirm something? You may know. Yeah. Was the taxi moving? Uh, yep. Yeah. Pretty sure the taxi was moving. I'm pretty sure the incident was he wanted to get a taxi and leave, but the taxi didn't stop. So as it was going past, he kicked it. Oh. And or tried to kick it. Knocking himself unconscious. Yeah. On Queensbury Street. Yeah. Um, the other funny bit that I tell you, I think I told you, I've told a few people. Yeah, yeah. Um, the the majority of the night we were at this place, which was from like five o'clock till what, like nearly midnight, 11, 11 We left 30. at 11 and people were still there. Um, we were basically the only people in the pub. Yeah. Which was, which is also great. I fucking loved it. It was um, like you booked the whole joint out. Well, we didn't. Um, apparently just nobody goes there. Um, and On a Saturday night. <laughs> guy, the person in question... You know, as he was leaving, made a bit of a ruckus, pushed over a chair, bumped over a yeah. table, whatever. And I was like, I said to the bartender, I'm like, I'd like to say he's not part of our group, but we're the only people here. <laughs> and he goes, yeah. I'm like, oh, great. Another, a, a couple of other funny moments. As <clears throat> I went up to the bar to try and find you with a couple of your other friends, an ambulance was driving past the pub. Yeah. And I jokingly said to your friend with the red shorts, um... That's probably an ambulance for him. Then, then I, I stuck, <laughs> stuck my head out the door and your other friend said, um, oh, Brett's just out there waiting for an ambulance. I'm like, God. <laughs> my friend called me and was like, oh, 
was just wondering where you are. And I was like, I'm on the street. I'll be back in in a minute. Once the ambulance got there, Ash, uh, my friend, Ash's birthday was, there you go, um, were, was just like, we've done our bit, let's go inside. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? So I think you're not, you are responsible if you bring someone to a party who's not invited, that the hosts don't know, you are kind of responsible to make sure they don't ruin the party. I um, also, your friend that called you, we were saying, oh, Brett will be spewing that he missed out on all this drama. <laughs> That's what when, he says. when it was the moment when he pushed this innocent lady. I missed that. I did um, miss that bit. Like, oh, Brett will be spewing that he missed out on this. And so when I came back from not annoying you for the ambulance, um, I said, he has had more than enough drama for tonight. <laughs> he will be quite happy with the amount of drama that he's seen. The only good thing that came out of it is for my group of friends, we said that red shorts will now be phrased for if we're out and we're a bit creeped out or like something's going on. Oh, like a safe word. We're just going to, yeah, it's a safe (laughs) word. We're basically just going to be red shorts, red shorts, which we used like about an hour later. Yeah, the the next venue. (laughs) Like red shorts, red shorts. A couple of red (laughs) short moments there. So people, if, yeah. What are your thoughts? You haven't answered your own question. I think so. I said to our little group, I said, if I took Brett to a party and he was acting a fool, I'd drop kick him. Be like, you're yeah, being right. a fucking idiot. Good luck with that. Um, you'd verbally drop kick me. I'd be like, you're being a fucking idiot. Let's well, yeah, get out of here. You would just be like, you're being an idiot. We need to go and then go, sorry, guys. Sorry, we're leaving yeah. now. Not like, get away from my brother. The higher chance is that I ruin the party by getting too drunk and crying. I'm not going yeah. to fight anyone. No. You're just but crying. everyone's just going to be like, who brought this guy that's fucking crying in the corner? Mm, mm. Um, because someone's dad came to pick them up from the pub. <laughs> so I'm crying for some reason. Okay. Um, I, I watched I watched. A couple of bits of MasterChef on YouTube. Oh, Jesus. Don't cry. And it was, MasterChef. A, it was a mystery box. Oh. And it was cook something. And they're like, you have to bake something. And there's a heart shaped baking tin. So you have to cook something with love. I'm like, oh, yeah, baking with love. That makes sense. Then they go, then some, some more inspiration. Turn over your baking tin and look on the back. And before anybody turned it over, I knew it would be photos of the family and my eyes had moistened. I haven't. How long's MasterChef go for? Uh, Like you're not away from people. You are. It's like max three months. Right? Okay. Well, that's a fairly long time. I understand. Yeah. I get a bit teary sometimes on Survivor when they do the family visits. Oh, yeah, yeah. But you've been stranded on an island for six weeks. Yeah, and all you've been eating is salt water and rice. Rice, salt water and coconut, and maybe a papaya if you're lucky. Yeah, and maybe if you get the right challenge, a bug. Where the, And there is literally no contact. Yeah. I think on MasterChef you can still text. Well, then what's the big deal? You can't text about... Well, I think they limit your communications because they pre-record. Yeah, well, that's what they do with Drag Race as well. They yep. don't. You're not allowed to have a phone, so you can't check up what's going on in the real life. You can't accidentally post on Insta. Yeah, that, that you're because you like the, sign you sign an NDA. Also, basically that saying, you don't accidentally 
take a selfie that only shows one other person in the workroom. Yeah, and yeah. And that shows that Go, you got through to the final. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I think you are mostly responsible for people that you bring that the host has not invited. But also, if you've got a friend that you don't know if they're going to get drunk and ruin someone's birthday without them being invited, don't take them. Yeah. If it was a yeah. one-off, like if I took you and you got really drunk and ruined it, I'm like, he's not usually like this. Yeah. Whereas with this guy, I'm like, that sounds like a weekly occurrence. It feels like he needs um, more than alcohol as therapy. He needs therapy therapy? Yeah, yeah. That boy needs therapy. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Insane in a membrane. Um, was that it the was, trivia question? It was. Yeah. It was. I got told I was wrong quite abruptly. That trivia <laughs> question. Um <laughs> I thought it was the gorillas. Um, it was a fun birthday, nevertheless. There's also another friend that's like a kind of a friend of the other friend who used to cause drama at all these gatherings, but we're not friends yep. with him anymore. Oh. I said, you thought you didn't invite him. There wouldn't be any drama. Well, here we go. <laughs> Here's your drama. <laughs> it's um, it's inevitable. And then it was a fun night. We went to our favourite uh, favorite place, Pride of Our Footscray. We did go to Pride. Um, afterwards, some great it was, it was five dollar Very funny shots. night. It was a very fun night. I nearly, I nearly was sick. Um, that's because I didn't eat anything. I had about eighteen bowls of chips. I was going to say, I, had, I think I had about eight <laughs> chips. Some guys left chips on the table, and then these other girls came and sat, and I was just eating the chips. They're like, whose chips are those? I'm like, I don't know, but they're not here, so they're mine now. I've done that before once, ages ago. When I was, I can't remember, it was probably like 10 years ago. Nothing on the menu really grabbed me, so I just kept eating chips. And then we were out at a bar, and then these people left and left like almost a whole pizza. And I was like, should we eat that pizza? And then I ate a piece of pizza, and then five minutes later they came back, and they were like, what? And I'm like, sorry, I had a piece of pizza. <laughs> oh, I thought, I thought you were gone. They're like, nah. I'm like, it's nice pizza. They're like, nah, it's fine. Do you want some more? I'm like, no, this is really embarrassing. Goodbye. My one criticism of the night, talking about food, there's no 7-Eleven between the pub that you had your drinks at and Pride. Otherwise, I would have got a sausage roll and I would have been able to stay at Pride longer. There's a servo. Nah, it's got to be 7-Eleven sausage rolls. Is it not a 7-Eleven servo? 4 and 20 sausage rolls, no good. Okay. 7-Eleven sausage rolls I'll, all the way. Um, build a 7-Eleven on Arden Street. Please do. Thanks. 7-Eleven head office if you're listening. I don't know if I'll go back to... There needs to be... Pub. Um, if I'm ever out and want a place where nobody else is, I'll go back to that pub. But We're not going to say the name of the pub. No, it's actually... It's a nice place. The staff were really good. The drinks were nice. The it staff... It was just that nobody else was there. It was, yeah. it was just strange. Yeah. Although it did mean that, like, we booked the whole venue. Yeah, because they did give us a room, in, a space inside. And he was like, oh, you can go outside. It's a nice day. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, we'll go. I was like, we'll go out there before it gets too busy. We'll just, you know, get this, the beer garden. And it got as busy as all yeah. of your friends. I think that whole other night I saw four other people. Yeah, I did. Actually, maybe only two because there were two people sitting eating that ended up being my friends. So I think <laughs> it was only two people. They had a burger. And then the next day he was like, I don't feel that hungover. I'm like, because you had a burger. And then after we went out, you got a kebab as well. Yeah, because you, you were one of the four people at that event that had dinner. You, yeah, that was the only thing I thought during the day when, for some reason, we decided it would be at five o'clock. And I was like, oh, people are not going to eat. Whatever. It was a public holiday. 
Yeah. Anyway, um, recommend choosing who you take to parties. Or just like... And keeping yeah, an eye on them. Making sure they're on their good behaviour so they don't ruin things. Yeah. Also, if you're the person who's going to get too drunk at a party, I recommend not doing that. Because if I was at a party and I didn't know anyone except the person that was taking me, I wouldn't get my usual level of drunk. Okay, that makes me sound bad. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because I would not be like, oh, I'm comfortable and I'm going to get shit-faced. You know what I mean? Or would you overcompensate so you do get more comfortable? This is a deep discussion. I'm not an outwardly going person. Yeah. So Outgoing, then- some would say. Yeah. Um, and that's a, that's a word. Outwardly going is not. <laughs> it's two words yeah. that they've efficiently made into one. Yeah. Outgoing. Like collab. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not an outgoing person, so I'd probably either just hang with the person who brought me. Yeah. Or just sit in the corner and hope someone talked to me uh-huh. about the podcast. Yeah. The one other good thing that came of it is that we said to all the people in that group, yeah. at least we've got 20 minutes of content for the podcast. <laughs> and here we are. I think it's been more than that. Here we are. That is filled the, the time limit for this episode. Thanks for listening to another episode of Two Out of Three Recommend. Join the Facebook group. Let us know what you think about Responsible for Extraly Drunk People. Yes. Thank you, Brett. Thanks, Lee. Thanks for listening to Two Out of Three Recommend. We would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast was produced and pay our respects to Elders past and present. If you'd like to support the podcast and become a member, gaining early access to episodes and an exclusive episode each month, sign up as a member using the link in the show notes. If there's something you'd like to recommend to us, get in touch on the socials or in our Facebook group. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on your podcast app or on YouTube. Leave us a rating and review and tell your friends.